Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. We're back, live with more Gabe Ramirez on 670 The Score. Going to be talking some White Sox baseball, but do not forget, we are the home of the Cubs, and the first spring training game is going to be this Saturday. First pitch, 2.05. And, of course, Cubs spring training on the score is sponsored by Sloan, official water efficiency partner of the Chicago Cubs. I went to I went to Arizona. This must have been five years ago. You ever been to AZ for spring training, Studs? Uh, so, funny story. I tried to, <laughs> and put the timeline together right now, I tried to three years ago Okay. Oh. in mid-March. Ooh. So, Guess, yeah. guess what happened when I tried to go? You didn't want to put on a mask, so they didn't no, let no, you. No, no, no. It wasn't. <laughs> no, actually, so the week that I was in Arizona, I was there like Tuesday through a Saturday. I was visiting my aunt and uncle, but part of what we were trying to do was we were going to go see the Sox and Cubs play at Camelback. Mm-hmm. And so let me see. The Wednesday we were there, the NBA shut down. Mm-hmm. And the Thursday we were there, they canceled, like, everything in all of sports. Life. Oh, so, yeah. 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 <laughs> so, that sucks, too. So we were just pretty much holed up at my aunt and uncle's place. It was a sweet place. We had a great time still. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But, yeah, we, so I tried to go to spring training, wow. but I couldn't. Well, down there at that time, at least you were able to experience Arizona in that, in that, that, that time of year. Because it is really magical, man. The weather's great. You know, baseball, no clouds in the sky. Oh, yeah, it rained for three days. Oh, and, okay. We got that week. Hella clouds in the the sky. But the coolest thing about, like, if you've never been down, right, like majority of us, but there's, like, these little small baseball stadiums that are, like, literally just 15, 20 minutes from each other, and all the teams just play there. It's, like, the coolest thing you probably have ever seen or witnessed, and there's a ton of teams just everywhere. And the other thing, another thing about, Phoenix. I keep saying I said Arizona, but the other thing about Phoenix is like you growing up your whole life. You hear about Tucson, you hear about Tempe, Arizona. You you hear these places, and then you think they're just so far away from each other because in Chicago, like the next major city is just so far away, and so you think that's what that is. But those places like Tucson, Arizona, Tempe, Arizona, Scottsdale, like they're like suburbs of the, of Phoenix. They're literally like. 20 minutes, it's like going to Joliet, not even Joliet. Joliet will be, is, Joliet is farther away from Chicago than like Tempe is or at Tucson. They're like, Tucson's like Oak Park. To, you know, Tempe is like uh, North Riverside Mall over there. Like they're all just right there, Skokie. Like they're all right there for you. So don't be fooled by that. Those things are a lot closer than you guys might think. But socks are down there right now. And it's really cool to, to just continue to hear from Pedro Grafal 
and what his his mindset is about this squad and what what they could be. And he he talked to the people today. And, and first, I want to say, you know, I like most people are intrigued by Lance Lynn. He's obviously an older soul, pitched well at the latter half of the season, but during the middle of the season, I, I was literally on our on our podcast, Southsiders, saying that I wouldn't even give Lance Lynn a, a, a spot on the starting rotation if the Sox made the playoffs. That's how bad he was pitching. So it's good to see a guy with a fresh pair of eyes, different mindset, come in and assess a guy like Lance Lynn. He's pounding the strike zone. He's, he's worked extremely hard. He's ahead of schedule. He's right where he needs to be. He knows his body really, really well. And he knows what he needs to, to do to, to be ready for the first series. Now, the cool thing about that is because you're trying to factor in or figure out, like, where where is Lance Lynn in the grand scheme of the rotation for the Chicago White Sox? And, and Pedro was asked, like, when he might know when that rotation is going to play itself out. I think we have to wait and see uh, kind of how things start to unfold in the WBC. Um you know, I think we'll know a little bit maybe prior to that kind of which direction we're headed, but right now it's just too early. And I understand that. You still want to, you know, see how the guys are going to operate, but you got to have a, an idea in your head, right? You got to have an idea in your head. You, you know the team. You know the guys. You know you faced them all. So it's not like, you know, you're really trying to do some sort of, like, brand-new evaluation. I, I love – this is my favorite spring training question – that the the beat guys ask is oh the, the who's going to be the opening day starter what's the rotation going to look like because right. we all pretty much know what it's going to be Dude. but they ask and they try to get confirmation and they <laughs> ask it every day for like four weeks what about now? yeah yeah until like a week before uh, opening day and David Ross will be like oh yeah uh, whoever's starting right. opening day Marcus Stroman for him for yeah. Marcus right, Stroman yeah, we, we know no we yeah, know Stroman, to, yeah. your, to your point we and know it's like, it's Marcus like, Stroman yeah. Dylan Cease yeah, Dylan Cease is going to start yeah. opening day we got it um. So what, what, what the White Sox might not know about, because last year I felt like it was literally a carousel of starting lineups for the White Sox. And they asked Pedro, you know, has he, what does he think about the batting order and has he thought much about it? I spent a lot of time researching where to put who to, to best give us the value and the production that we need to maximize our run score. And then when you put the names down on paper, you realize that the lineup's pretty deep. And then when you add Andrews to the lineup, it gets even deeper. So um, it's a really good problem to have. We got versatile guys that can hit in a lot of different places in the order. So I have kind of an idea, but it's too early. And that's a, it is a good problem to have in the White Sox, right? That's what they thought. That's what they thought last year. Oh, we got a deep team. Oh, we, you know, what are we going to do? So clearly, the lineup in April is not going to be probably the consistent lineup. You know what I mean? Like in the middle of the season, that'll be figured out somewhere like in May, I would think. Late May, early June, we'll have a great idea of what the squad should look like when it's performing at an optimal level, right? And and one of those guys who needs to be performing in order to find his way into the the, the lineup is a guy like Andrew Vaughn. He's been working his butt off here. He looks like he's really comfortable at first base. Um, we all know he's a really good hitter, and he's at the beginnings of developing into the player that he's going to be. 
so as good as he's been this far, um, I think he's just scratching the surface. Yeah, I mean, listen, his ass better hope he's just scratching the surface. Talking about getting rid of Jose Abreu and and leading the team in damn near every category, someone's got to step up. So they, they, they better hope it's him. Got to be honest, man. You know, last year at the beginning of the season, I was all for trading Andrew Vaughn for a top-tier starting pitcher like Frankie Montas, who's now on on the Yankees, right? I, I was, was not. I, and, and a lot of people were against it. And I was like, Andrew Vaughn? I'm like, give me a starter. We, we saw how bad we were in the playoffs. You know, we, we had our starting pitching sucked. And so for me, it was like, Andrew Vaughn? But apparently, everybody thinks he's the second coming of, hey, I was going to say, Jesus Christ, but Jose Abreu, right? They, they literally feel this way. So I, I you see the, the, the you see it in spurts. But, man, it's a lot of pressure to put on that guy. It's a lot of pressure to put on Andrew Vaughn to be like, all right, bro, you're the dude now, and go ahead. This is baseball, man. It's hard to be successful in baseball. So, uh, obviously, but, hey, man, they got to get the best out of him. And somebody else who is going to be an integral part of the Chicago White Sox success is Tim Anderson. And Pedro Grifo had a unique outlook on T.A. and maybe a part of his game – that he's not necessarily utilizing to the best of its ability. He's got capabilities of hitting some homers, you know, um, and we all know what he can do with the bat. I mean, he's a magician with the bat. He's um, he can win multiple batting titles. I mean, he's 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 a he's a pretty damn good hitter. But uh, there's some power in there too. So uh, I think that's the one thing that he's uh, he's been working on, and it's, it's shown, you know, not not so much hitting balls. You know, over the fence, it's it's the way he's attacking the baseball and the way he's using the ground to, you know, as a part of his mechanics. He's got great hands, and he's wiry, strong, and he's got lightning lightning hands, um, and he's got great hand-eye coordination. So he's got he's got all the attributes to to be a pretty damn good hitter, and that power's going to show up at some point. A career three hundred one hitter. That is so impressive, bro. Like, you you look at the back of any baseball card, the guy's hitting 260, 70, or 80. Just, that's just what it is. And T.A., first three years with the White Sox, batted 280, 257, and then 240. 240. You're a career 300 hitter, and in one of those years you batted 257 and 240? God bless your heart. You're an amazing soul. But his homers... In those first three years, 9, 17, and 20, respectively. He hasn't reached 20 home runs since that third year. So, I mean, damn, if you were to tell me T.A. put up 20 homers, batting 300, leading off, oh, my God, I would love that. That sounds so sexy. That's difficult to do, though, because to, yeah. the guys that hit 20-plus, 20, 30 home runs, they, they just have a lower batting average just from By swing. default, because yeah. because the way they're swinging, the ball is going in the air. So if it's not getting over the fence, yeah. it's getting caught, right? And Yeah, and that was the whole thing last year where, you know, the hitting coach for the White Sox was like, hey, just hit the ball normally. It'll go out for you guys when you make great contact. And that didn't necessarily work out well. But T.A. has the power. We know that. So I'm sure they'll probably just maybe send them up to the plate in certain instances and be like, bro, just go ahead, hack away, man. Don't worry about the base hit. Just go ahead and try to hit a homer here. But Pedro Grafol not only – did he quickly realize that T.A. has, you know, some, some brute strength behind him? But he said he's learned some other stuff about T.A. 
how committed he is to this, to this, how committed he is to his craft and this team and this organization. Um, that's been extremely impressive. You know, we had a few conversations in in the winter, and he told me that. And you know, he's he's practicing like it. And he's talking like it. I mean, he's 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 doing his thing. He's a um, put it this way. I'm just happy to be uh, a, a part of watching him. Uh, do his thing this year for 162 games. Yeah, I mean, the commitment is there, and that's what we know, right? He really loves this team. I genuinely think T.A. loves this team. Like, does he want to hit free agency and, and, you know, flirt with the league? Sure. But he seems more of a low-key kind of a guy. Like, he doesn't he doesn't strike me as the guy who wants to go play for, like, the Yankees and be in the spotlight. Not his thing. He's, he hasn't been in the spotlight. He doesn't, he, like, shies from it here. So I don't see him being that sort of a dude, but... This this is going to be a big year for TA. I really hope that that he comes through and he emerges as a leader of this squad. Somebody else that might be a leader and who got the most votes on uh the White Sox question today on on social media. They asked who would last the longest on the team during a zombie apocalypse. Majority of the people said Luis Robert. Or a lot of people said Luis Robert Jr. because he's just a monster. And then a ton of people said Eloy Jimenez. Uh let's see. Jake Berger got a vote. I'm trying to think who else got a vote. Oh, then when they asked Luis Robert Jr., he said Larry Garcia because <laughs> he was right next to him. And he's like, because he's old. He's been on this team for 12 years. And he's, dude, what shade at him. Maybe people do like Larry. That's why he's on the team. Knows how to survive. You yeah, know? knows how to Wow, that's what he should have said. He knows how to survive. Damn, that's such a shade, shady thing to say. Uh, but Eloy um, obviously has been paid attention to greatly by Pedro Gafol. Wants him to be playing at an op- at a super high level, someone that can contribute to a lot of victories on this team. But the contributions don't only come at the plate. I mean, why would you not, you know, commit yourself and compete for for a job? In the outfit? He's a mainstay in our lineup, of course. Um, and but why why would why wouldn't you want to you know prepare yourself and and go out there and compete for a defensive job? I mean, I, I would do the same thing if I was in his shoes. Um, and I want him to do that. I want him to, uh, you know, to go out there and stay hungry and, and compete for that for that right field. It's going to be tr- it's going to be interesting. I mean, you know, moving him around. I mean, obviously left. You're going to have Ben Attendee center. You got uh, Luis Robert Jr. So that right field is really the 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 unknown. And where, you know, I would like a guy like Gavin Sheets out there, you know, Andrew playing first and Eloy DHing a lot of the time. Uh, they're going to have to mix it up. It's just what you're going to have to do. So I like the fact that he's challenging Eloy and being like, hey, man, there's a roster spot open right there. You want it? Go grab it. If you want to you know, be, contribute to this team, these are the things you got to do. You got to be open and honest. Communication. That's what David Ross preaches, and that's why you know they do such a good job over there. All right, last clip I'm going to play before we get out of here. I mean, obviously, every team has a learning curve when it comes to the new rules for baseball, and Pedro talked about you know how they're approaching that. I think all of baseball is looking for little advantages to to kind of get ahead of the get ahead of the rules. Um, so it's it's no different here than it is in 29 other camps. Um, the rules I think are going to help this game, um, and it keeps everybody on their toes. It keeps everybody creative, and I'm certain we'll find little things that uh, we feel can help us. Um, combat those rules is there anything like kind of specific that you've found even like before the games have started just kind of reading through them 
well, if I tell you that, then I'm well, telling another 29 other teams that. Um, so, yeah, we found some things that we feel are a benefit to, uh, to us and things that we feel uh, strongly that, are, that will help us, uh, you know, once, we, once the season starts. Pedro Grifola is Cuban. I mentioned earlier my dad's Cuban, you know, and I could hear the Spanish answer. Not leave his mouth, but I, I could hear what he wanted to say to that question instead of if I tell you, I'll be telling he'd be like, Oh yeah, pendejito. Like that's like, hey, listen, idiot. Like I can't like I, I, I felt it. I felt it at the tip of his tongue that he wanted to say it, but thank God he has some, I love some great I love restraint. I couldn't tell who that was that was asking the question, but I love the <laughs> taking the shot. I, <laughs> yeah, I love it. It's like, it's Shoot like your two, shot, man. Like, oh you know God. what answer you're gonna get. But hey, what if what if you he what? what if he tells me? He might, and I might get something to write about. Or he might call me an idiot. He might call me a pendejito. All right, it's Gabe Ramirez here on 670 The Score. On the other side, a brand-new free agent has hit the market in the NFL, and could he be somebody that the Bears will be looking out for? Who is the now former Rams player that I'm talking about? I'll tell you on the other side. It's Gabe Ramirez, 670 The Score. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast we get it attention spans just aren't what they used to be heads in social media and eyes on netflix but what do people do with their ears well for one they're listening to audio americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day oh and you want the proof well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Go, Bear! One, two, you wanna... Uh. Gabe Ramirez right here on 670 The Score. Broadcasting live from the Score Hyundai Studios, brought to you by your local Hyundai dealers. Happy Thursday, everybody. Don't worry. The weekend's right around the corner. 
We should only be so happy. So before I tell you about my new venture, I'm going to tell you about some a brand new free agent that hit the market. Someone who I feel like, like when I thought when I saw the name immediately, I was like, "Oh, Bears are definitely about to sign this guy." I think I feel that way about everyone. Everyone that, that hits the market, it's like, "Oh, that's the guy. That's the one we're getting." And after Deron Payne from the Commanders, you know, people are saying they're they're going to lay that uh, franchise tag on him. Got to be looking at other places. And after one season, one season with the Rams, former Seattle Seahawk Bobby Wagner and L.A. are parting ways. Interesting. So the Rams are over the cap by like 50 or yeah, like 50 million or something like that. Some ridiculous number. And no, I'm sorry. That was his contract price. Five years, 50 million or 20 million over the cap. That's what it is. So they're trying to cut a little bit of that. And he said he wants to play on a team that that can compete. Obviously, uh, Bobby Wagner, he's like 32. So still a younger guy, but not much left in the tank when you're talking about performing at a high level for four years or five years. So he wants to go to a team that he feels that he can he can influence, kind of like how Von Miller did with, with Buffalo. And so, but Bobby Wagner, I mean, geez, is he too old? Is he over the hill? Is he a guy that that can, well, according to statistics, he was the best linebacker in all the football last year. Well, he's, That's well, wild. he's, he's 32. Yeah. And he'll probably turn, th- he'll turn 33. Studs, we were just, year. we were just talking about this. Yeah. 30, 30, 30, and all my, everybody that's in their 30s or, or, or older, 30, 31, 32 feels like 29. I'm going to make that very clear. 30, 31, 32 feels like 29 because you feel like you're not old yet. 33, 34, 35, eee, sheesh. Kids don't say that anymore. But so, so he's going to turn 33 this year. Right. He's born in 1990. So he's 32 right oh now. God. So at some point this year, he's turning 33. So I, that's, it depends on how does it feel to know, how, long, how does it how feel to know that you're older than Bobby Wagner? Barely older. <laughs> but how does it several, feel? Several months. What, what, what you gotta find? I don't care. Uh, that, that when I know he's turning 33 this year, that's fine. Like oh, okay. I, that's fine with me. It's like when I realize that I'm like two years older than Khalil Mack, that's when I feel like, Oh snap. <laughs> you're like, then Khalil Mack. That's the best. That's what you. That you know what we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna switch. I'm gonna have you guys call in for something else. But the my te- the text line three one two six forty four sixty seven sixty seven. Who's do you, do you remember like an athlete that you realized you were older than and it kind of just threw you through a loop? Actually, I I have a very specific memory of the first time that I realized that. <laughs> well, I was well. Let me let me be very clear. You, that freaked me out when you said you're two years older than Khalil Mack. I was like, because Khalil Mack's like been around forever. And yeah, so to, to think he's, that, yeah. he's younger than I think we realize because he's been so good. He was so good for his entire 20s. Right. So it feels like he's been around longer than he actually has. Right. Tough. Um, but yeah, t- text that in. I would love to hear that. I would love to read a couple of those. That'd be funny. Like a player that you, you realized you were older than and then you're just like, oh, damn. This person's only that age. Why do I feel like I want to live here for a second? Because you know what it is? I've I, I felt this for some time now, so I'm trying to just bring everybody in. I had, so this is the first time that this happened to me. And, and I, I was pretty young when this happened, but it still was a kind of a moment where I was like, oh, okay. So it, it was the day that Starlin Castro debuted for the Cubs. Remember, it was a big sure, deal because he was like the only, he's big, the only big prospect in the system at the time. Uh-huh. And me and a buddy in college are in our dorm rooms 
and we said watching the game. He's a big Cubs, big Cubs fan. You couldn't get Sox games where down in McComb, so whatever. And we're watching the game, sipping on a few drinks, you know. And we realized like he's like a few months younger than us, you know that, right? <laughs> and we're like, man, we really messed up. Like, yeah, <laughs> like, in life. where did we take a wrong turn here? Most certainly start to look like at we're life, we're in McComb, Illinois, sipping <laughs> sipping drinks in our dorm room, and yeah. this guy's starting shortstop for the Chicago Cubs in, the, in Major League Baseball right now, stud. That's so funny. I thought that way about Derrick Rose. When, you know, because we were kind of sort of playing basketball at the same time in high school. And then when you when you realize and you see him get to the league and then you're like, wait, what? I'm older than Derrick Rose? And you're like, no, I can't, I can't be older than Derrick Rose. And then it hits you like a bag of bricks. It's a humbling. It's a humbling moment. 219 says, Andre Drummond is younger than he should be for sure. <laughs> Everyone thinks Andre Drummond is at least 30. He's 28. Like, dude, Andre Drummond looks. Is he really? See, I th- I could have. Sw- he's 29 now. I could have sworn, I could have sworn he was at least 35. That's what people think. 29. Born in August. Well, you know, those basketball players, they age faster because they've been playing hoops for. Since they were like no, no, 17. No. But there's a couple people like him and LeBron James. Like LeBron James looked like he was 30 in like junior year high school. I guess that's true. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And Andre Drummond is definitely that dude. But but it's also guys that have been around for a very long time. The, the assumption is that that they've been there. From the 309, this is hilarious. I'm two weeks older than Michael Jordan. <laughs> I taught him everything he Love knows. That. That's great. From the mob. Shout out to you. Can you imagine like that's a totally different, no shade at you, normal Tom, but that's a different level of old when you're like, damn, I'm older than Michael Jordan. Damn. This is funny. From the 847, keep sending these in. This is I'm going to live here for a second. 312-644-6767. From the 847, it says, uh, when I found out I was older than Mike Tyson, it threw me for a loop. <laughs> Could you imagine watching Iron Mike biting Evander Holyfield's ear and you're like, damn, I'm older than this guy. This guy's in the prime. Like, it's because he's a physical specimen. He's, like, just so in shape. And then, like you mentioned, Stud, you're just, like, drinking a beer on the couch, watching a fight, beer belly sticking out, and you're like, wait, I'm older than this? I, I, was, I was living good thinking that this was a young dude. Not quite. This is great. From the A47, when Dwayne Wade won finals MVP, I realized I was older than him. <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah. This is great. From the 815, this one's got to suck. I'm a University of Michigan fan, and I'm six months younger than Tom Brady, so I've aged with him. I feel old. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How do, how do That's you, one right there. Yeah. That's got to be crazy. Oh, my God. Because Scott and Woodstock, that's who, that's who just sent that in. Scott and Woodstock is watching Tom Brady contemplate retirement meanwhile scott hasn't been on like a court a field a gym in like three years athletic prime is yeah well oh, past. faded long time ago and then you think you're sitting then like you're just riding that wave with him that's funny this is great i love this 312-644-6767 skate ramirez on a thursday just having some fun man because i know we've all been there we all experienced the same thing from the 260, it says, not a player specifically, but when I noticed that college players look like children, <laughs> that was the day I knew I was not older, but in fact, old. I feel that way now. 
Now I'm I like, do. It took me a while to get there, though. It took me a while to look at college players and be like, damn, you do look like babies. It was like Steph Curry. Like, when you started looking at, like, Steph Curry in college and you're like, I look like I could whoop your ass, but you're 6'5", you know, whatever, but your, your face says otherwise. But that's a great point. When you look at, at high school uh, people, or excuse me, college players, because then the other thing, too, is when you're watching, like, college football players and you see them and then they look so manly and old, and then you're like, damn, I'm 10 years older than this guy, 15. Because then, then from, from the age, you start thinking about, like, fighting. Could I whoop this guy's ass? I'm older than him. I got grown man strength. And you're like, damn, this 19-year-old kid can probably F me up. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, without a doubt, Without too. a doubt. Just I, crush I my I'm like, yeah, that kid can whoop my ass. Of course. You're like, he's just like, he's, a, he's like an insane savage right now. Oh, man. I see. I look at like college, high school kids now. It, it, even you know, I know I'm, I'm only thirty three, but I look at them like I did not look that young when I was twenty one. Did I? Like, there's yes, no you way. Did. No, yes, you. But did. Yeah, but apparently I did. Yeah, yeah. Because then you go like look at the teenage filter on TikTok, and then you realize that you know back in the day you just, you did look like a baby. I actually still like I'll look at pictures of myself from yeah when I was twenty one, twenty two, twenty three. I'm like, oh yeah, I was a little little baby. Yeah. Oh yeah. Same. Especially now that I'm older, I look at those like I look at pictures like you know. Just that pop up on Facebook memories, and you're like, "This sucks, damn." Because I was skinny, I I stood skinny for as long as possible, and healthy and in shape for as long as possible in my 30s, and then all of a sudden, I had a kid and just kind of went to hell. From the 708 says, "I realized I'm the same age as John Lester." Oh, that's got that's got to be bad when those guys retire, because then you're like, you're like, "Oh, damn." Am I old? He retired. I'm not even. I don't even get a chance to See, John watch Lester's him not even. John Lester's not even forty. He's thirty nine. He's thirty nine. So okay. think about that. He's six years younger than Tom Brady, and he's like old. In John Lester. John Lester seems like he would be older than Tom Brady. Right. I would have thought that. That would because, be my initial thought. It's because like you look at him as a pitcher, and you're like, yeah, that guy's past his prime. Like he's old. old. But no, really, he's like he's not even forty. Just, he's like, really, he's just starting his life. Right, right, right. He's in his 30s still. I'm still in my 30s. What are you guys talking about? John Lester. Remember when he was on the Cubs, like, you know, when the Cubs yeah. were making their World Series run, you, you thought of him as old. He's like 35 then. Yeah. From the 630, when I was a college kid at spring training, and I went in for an autograph from Carlos Zambrano, and the next day I realized that we're the same age. He's casually asking for an autograph of a man that's your age. <laughs> that's weird, right? You're like, oh my god, Carlos, Carlos, oh my god. Like, oh, you. so I, Please so I can't, <laughs> so I can't do this anymore. Like oh, that's that's why oh, that's damn. when you got to stop asking for autographs <laughs> when, you're, you're my when your favorite players are are younger than you. It's like, nah, I can't do this because that's got to be weird. Hey, because then you're like, hey kid, hey kid, come here. And they're looking hey, at you I, like, what? Can I get what your John you Hancock about? over here? From the 708, when I met my football hero, Walter Payton, and realized I was a year older than he was. That's got to be, oh, man. Especially when they're that good. Like, when you're talking about, you know, incredible athletes like that, it's one thing to to look at, like, a Grayson Allen with grays on the side of, sides of his head and think to yourself, like, damn, I, I, I judged your high school all McDonald's high school All-American dunk contest, and now you have grays in your hair? Oh, damn. I did judge his high school All-American slam dunk contest. All right, you've talked about that before. Me, Alshon, Jeffrey. Yeah, but you know what, studs? People that are listening at 835 no, on a Thursday. No, I know, I know. <laughs> probably, I'm just saying, like, I was probably. saying, yeah, that's, that's cool. It's fun yeah, but he has gray, hair, gray hairs on the side of his head, and I'm like, dude, I was way older than you when I, when I, did, when I judged Well, some thing. people get gray now, hairs sooner than others. Yeah. Man, oh, this is great. I love this one. 
When I arrived in my younger 20s, all of a sudden, the young, younger drivers looked like they were 12 years old to me. That's true. That's true, too. Well, well even, even just like my nephew just turned 16 back in November. And you're and like, he still, he still looks like, I'm like, you're yeah. way you're old, you're old enough you, to drive. Facts. Because my nephew, he goes to Oak Park River Forest, and he will be 16 in October. And we were hanging out Monday and Tuesday. They didn't, they didn't have school. And so we went to like Cozy Corner. We went to Stella's Batting Cage. And as I was driving, I looked at him and I was like, are you going to get your license when, in October, which is like eight, you know, eight months from now? He's like, well, they give it to us. They give us driver's ed first semester next year. So, and I just looked at him and I was like, you're so immature. I don't want to be on the road with you. <laughs> like, I don't want, I don't want you in a car next to me. I don't want you driving, man. Zero. I, 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 for the safety of Chicago, Illinois, I don't want this. Is, see, that. now this is a tangent that I've thought about for years. And that's like the fact that we give driver's licenses to 16 year olds blows yeah. my mind. Cause you think about how dumb you were when you were 16. Yeah, super I'm dumb. like, and yeah, they just gave me a driver's license and it wasn't super even dumb. that hard. Super dumb. Even though like driving is so elementary. The, and that gets to, to another point, which is I hate bad drivers because they literally <laughs> let 16 year olds do this. Yeah. And you've been driving, if you're yeah. a 30-year-old driving, you've sure. been driving for 15, 14 years. True. And you're bad at it, it doesn't seem possible. But you're me. athletic. And I, I always tell people that athletes are good drivers because they have that, that level of anticipation. And so they, you know, that's why you know, we kind of get frustrated. It's like you know, being on a team with someone that's not necessarily as, as good that's, as, that's as, good as you That's another thing. It's like driving is kind of a team sport. On, on yeah. the interstate, yes, on a busy it interstate, it's, it's a team sport. Everyone's got to understand so like funny. when it it's safe to change sport. lanes. When you you know when you when is when you can say honor your system, yeah. Yeah. a trust <laughs> system, and it's just and it, and there's some people out there that just don't get it. Oh, we're all going sixty miles per hour. I'm just gonna change this lane, and you'll just let and me. And then in. you get the random guy going 45. Yeah. Like, dude, this is dangerous. Get of off faith. the interstate. A lot of faith right there. Anyway, well, we, sports, sports. Right? Yeah, we are sportsing right now. This is, you know, I think this is fun. People are, people are, people like me when I'm driving around. Like, you just you're tired of like Justin Fields getting traded or nah or like first round picks. You know, you need a little. Yeah, you can only talk about that for so long. Only too. for so long, dude. It's like, it's like, it's like come on, dude. You're just like, give me something different. I was telling uh, Porth earlier, our bo- our boss, one of our bosses here, and you know we're we're into the every second matters conversations. We have these often, and I was listening to another sports station with a good friend of mine, and they were talking about like, and now I'm talking about it. Damn, this is the worst <laughs> two two minutes ever. But I'll say it quickly. They were talking about a brand new lion at Lincoln Park Zoo. And I was like, okay, this is terrible. I saw that story this morning. And I'm like, this is, I know we're, we're low on sports, but I'm out. So I switched over to our station. And then Bernstein and Holmes heard the voices, made me feel good, comfortable. I recognized these. And then I start paying attention to what they're talking about. They were talking about hammerhead sharks. <laughs> so both. Must have been, it dude, must, must have been the high noon segment. No, it was not. Oh, it wasn't? Okay. Yeah, no, yeah. it was not. They were. It, it, I was like, oh, my God. Like, what is going on right now where both of these guys are talking about animals? I'm out. This, this is NBA All-Star Week. That's yeah. what that is. But but you want to know what's better than both of those conversations? What athlete are you older than that made you realize your ass is old as hell? <laughs> it's Gabe Ramirez. 670 score. I promise. No, I don't promise. We'll have a different topic on the other side. I can assure you of that. All right. Uh, we're going to take a break. We'll be back. It's Gabe. It's 670 the score. We're back live with more Gabe Ramirez on 670 the score.
About to wrap this thing up. Final segments. Want to remind you guys, Saturday, Cubs baseball back on 670, the score. Should be fun, man. Should be a fun season for the Cubbies. And, of course, Cubs training on the score is sponsored by Sloan, water efficiency partner of the Chicago Cubs. First pitch is at 2.05. Pre-game will be right here as well. Got a ton. Of, I think it's like, what, it's like 20-some games? 20-some spring training games? Something like that, Studs? I think it's 10, actually. Oh, damn. 10 spring training games. Dude, I'm, I'm confusing the amount of games the Bulls have left with the amount of spring training games that the Cubs have. They have 10. Bulls got 23 left. But uh, make sure you guys check that out here on 670. Uh, the score. Uh, let me see. Should I tell you about my – you know what I did last night before we get into Twitter time? I started an agency. Studs. An agency? An agency. Okay. Booking agency. I spent hours building the website. The, or no, it's not the, it'd be the, the cohesionagency.com. Cohesion. I figured, you know, we as talent here, and, and I have a ton of friends that are like DJs and stuff like that around the city and just artists in general. The most uncomfortable conversation is telling people how much you charge. Hey, I need you to host. I just got asked to host a, a, a fundraiser, and they're like, how, you know, how much do you charge? And you're like, oh, this is such a weird conversation. And so I wanted to create this agency to be the the middleman, to be the the glue for artist and then event, but not like you know, a, I don't want to. Try, I'm not trying to be no manager for like hip hop artists or anything like that. It's like DJs, right? You're gonna go DJ at a club, and you don't want to tell them you want two fifty. All right, you give ten, send them to me. But what I did was I set up all these fake email accounts. Not fake, but you know. It's like I put my daughter's names. I was like Whitney at thecohesionagency.com so that if I'm interacting with someone, I could just be Whitney, you know, and I could be Riley or Nicole, my wife's name, you know, and it's just these rando names. I could like, I don't want to be the face of it, but I want to have this, I have this agency that's, that exists. I don't have any clients yet. I'm my only client. So I went out today because the other thing is if you're one of these people like talent, like you studs, let's say, and let's say you wanted to go to a festival that was here in the city. Right? West Loop Fest, let's call it. Well, if Adam Sadzinski emails West Loop Fest and is like, hey, I want a pair of tickets for free and I'll post, they're going to be like, mm, probably wouldn't reply. But if the cohesion agency sends an email out and says, hey, my client Adam Sadzinski, who works for 670 The Score in Chicago, is interested in attending your event, he'd love two tickets and in return, he's willing to post on social media. Is this something you guys do? Oh, absolutely. Adam, with an agent from the cohesion agency. So I'm running a scam, but it's going to work. And I just wanted to let you guys know that that's what I was doing until one in the morning last night, trying to get this money up in 2023. And if you feel like my services can help you, <laughs> go ahead and check that out. All right. I love that. That's a great idea. It I is. Like that. Oh, my God, dude. I hate sending out my own emails. I used to love it when, you know, my other job I had my own producer, right, But every single day. And so I could just tell them to do it. And then you don't have that luxury anymore. So you're like, I need to create a barrier of my own. I gotta be creative sometimes. All right, speaking of creativity, that's what we do in this last segment. I call it Twitter time. We take a roundabout turn through the Twitter sphere and tell you things that you missed. A little bit of pop culture, a little bit of sports. All those idiots on Twitter. I only know one to know one thing. Can you cuss on Twitter? Killing me on the Twitter. It's Twitter time with Gabe Ramirez. You spend so much time on Twitter, you're not enjoying the better things in life. I give a rat's ass about Twitter. To be brutally honest, I'm not a Twitter guy. Let's scroll through some tweets. Chirp, uh, chirp. Gabe Ramirez right here on 670 The Score inside Twitter time. And first up, certified warrior boy 
on Twitter said... Hold up. Hold up. That's the handle? It's funny, right? Certified Warrior Boy. Instead, okay. of, instead of Certified Lover Boy. It's like a play on Drake's, on Drake's album right there. Uh, it says, James Wiseman just closed out crunch time for the Pistons. It was a loss, but he was plus 16. He had eight points, 10 rebounds, one block, and but they still lost, though. But James Wiseman, he's a guy, you know, high pick, picked before Lonzo Ball. I wonder if the Warriors regret that. Now, I don't think I don't think Lonzo would have fit into the style of play that the Warriors have because he's a little ball dominant. So I'm sure they regret drafting James Wiseman because they probably could have got more for ball. But I don't know, man. He hates stories like that. You want to see people that are drafted high do well, especially in the respective sport. So James Wiseman, I mean, the Bulls will be seeing a lot of them in a Pistons uniform. Sure, sure. Next up, this from BR Gridiron says Derrick Henry and Von Miller being the same size is wild. Dude, I did not know Derrick. I, mean, I know Derrick Henry's big dude. But to think that he's as big as Von Miller, that's kind of crazy. Yeah, I didn't realize that. Is Derrick Henry, for all the uh, fantasy football f- uh, players out there, is Derrick Henry going to have a fall off year next year? What do you think? So, man. If you don't um, pay running backs and you think their their, their, their time is limited, you got to think there had to be some sort of regression at some I, point. I've, I always shy away from Derrick Henry, and I don't exactly of the injuries? know why. I think No, it's not really the injuries. Remember, I don't he was know why. Injured, he was injured earlier I in think, his career. Like his first couple of years, he never played a lot. I think it's not so much that I shy away from him so much as I prefer Christian McCaffrey because he okay. catches the ball, too. Right, right, right. Pass catching. So, so he, there's a way to get him more touches. Not that... Derrick Henry doesn't get catches every now and then, but yeah. Christian McCaffrey is gets more. Yeah, but Christian McCaffrey's not as big as Von Miller, I'll tell you that. Chirp, uh, chirp. Uh, next up, this from Duda NCD. Uh, I don't know if this is a fake profile picture, but hey. She says, I want to talk right now with the effer that told me Wonder Woman 1984 was awful. I mean, in terms of CGI, it was, but not the plot. <laughs> Did you? Did you ever see that? <laughs> Damn. Did you ever see that movie? I did, actually, yeah. Did you think it was terrible? No, that was all right. I like That's action. Fine. I like I like a little sci-fi action. That's what I, what I took it as. I'm not yeah, like a comic know, book person, but I, you know, take a movie for what it as is. As far as the comic book movie spectrum goes, it's fairly yeah. low because the right. bar has been set so high. <laughs> right, right, but right. it's fine. It's worth yeah, a watch. Nothing wrong with that. No, shout out to those fans of that movie. Sure, uh, sure. Uh, next up, this from Charlie Remilatis on Twitter says, I'm told there's nothing imminent. On Patrick Kane on the Patrick Kane trade front, as of this moment, Rangers are likely protecting their assets by scratching Vitali Kravsov and Jake Leshishin. Wow, um, doesn't mean Kane to New York Rangers trade won't happen. Just that a decision hasn't been made as of yet. It's going to be weird seeing Kaner in a in a different uniform, but it's about time. Rarely do guys stay with teams for this long a period of time, and the fact that he has, I mean, he's paid his dues. Let the man go somewhere else and and try to find some success, but. Uh, Patrick Kane will always be a legend. His his jersey will hang from the rafters of the United Center at some point. Um, but at this, this part in his career, I think no one's really as sad as they would have been a couple years sure, ago. Sure. Uh, this from the Hoop Central. Darvin Ham, head coach of the Los Angeles Lakers, says he expects all Lakers players to play the rest of the games this season unless they're injured. No more resting. Uh, yeah, there's only 20 games left. What do you mean resting? Like, what do you... Like, what are we talking about? Well, of course, this is a stupid statement. Like, what? Of course. And then you say, everybody's going to play the rest of the games unless they're injured. <laughs> well, thank you for telling that, Mr. <laughs> Mr. Captain sure, Obvious. Sure. Uh, this from Kanye Streams 1 on Twitter. It's Twitter time here on 670 The Score with Gabe Ramirez. 
It says, reports say Adidas and Ye have reached an agreement that there will be no new Yeezy branded designs. They're only going to be selling current Yeezy branded products that Adidas cannot sell without Ye. Um, there's no update on the future of these uh, of these dates. Um, and the Pirate Blacks will be one of the first releases. Now, this is interesting, obviously, because Ye tried to cut ties with Adidas and people... I'm just, I was rolling through, and no shade. This is not a shade. This is just something I noticed. I was rolling through Target the other day, and one of the workers had Yeezys on. And the reason why I don't wear Yeezys is because they cost so much money. And I was just thinking to myself, like, if you work at Target, like, it'd take you a month, right? Because your check's got to be like three, four hundred bucks at the taxes because it's a part-time gig. A month to buy a pair of Yeezys didn't make sense to me, unless they were bootlegs. Either way, I love the fact that people are still wearing Yeezys despite what anybody says about them. Still, I'm still a fan of Kanye's music. Kanye the person. Uh, the jury's still out on that in the present. Chirp, chirp. Uh, this from Fox Bet Live. Last one, Fox Bet Live. It says, is it time to snag a Jets future before a potential Aaron Rodgers acqu- acquisition? Hmm. Jets are plus 2,500 right now to win the Super Bowl. That's that's a, that's, that's a ton. And if I mean, that, that's where you really make some money, anticipating moves like that. All right. There it is, ladies and gentlemen. There's your Twitter time. And now it is goodbye time. I'm up out of here. Next time you hear me on the score will be tomorrow, 6 o'clock. Back at it again before Bulls basketball. They take on the Brooklyn Nets. I was supposed to go all the way to 9 o'clock, but then they changed the uh, time of the Bulls game because they suck along with the Brooklyn Nets. So I'll just be on for a shorty tomorrow. So make sure you guys are hanging out with me. Follow me on Twitter. I'm doing follow for follow. Chicago underscore Gabe. I'll follow you back on my way home right now. Got to thank my guests today. Guest singular steve ashburner for hanging out with us gotta thank St- adam studzinski who i love continuity and speaking of it we've had it for the last couple of days you know it's in a row let's go which is rare that's the first time this ever happened yeah it doesn't happen here. are we together tomorrow no we're not sorry damn it all we're right day off tomorrow oh good for you good for you all right so again tomorrow 6 p.m i will be back on bet mgm tonight is up next mi gente my people that's what that means Hasta la próxima. Until next time. That's what that means. I'm Gabe Ramirez, and this is Chicago Sports Radio 670 The Score. Kudos, Elaine, on a job done. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.